This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. It is uh, Professor Dion Foster, Head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, also at the Center of the Bayes Nordia Center for, Director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology. He's nowhere near Stellenbosch <laughs> at all. Good morning, Dion. Morning, morning, Brad. Goodness, I'm impressed by your your Hebrew yourself and uh, Elmarie. Well done, you two. <laughs> Yay! Thanks for us. Um, well, yeah, in, you, in my you case, you can pass I, Hebrew one. <laughs> I call I call it Google Hebrew. Aha, aha. And Elmarie, did you have to type? Did yeah. you have to type from left to right or right to left to get that Hebrew? <laughs> oh, goodness, if I tried the other way around, it would have come out very strange. I promise you that. <laughs> is, that a, is that an actual language in, in one of your years at varsity, uh, Dion, if you're studying theology? Yes, yes. So all theology students, well, not all theology students, but those who are going into certain churches uh, to, to, to study for the ministry, Dutch Reformed, Presbyterian, Lutheran, uh, Methodist, Anglican, they have to do two years of Greek and two years of Hebrew. Fascinating. So uh, quickly, before we move on, you're out in Germany. Uh, is the weather turning yet? Is chilly, cold yet? Maybe it's too early for snow. Brad, yesterday I need, I, I, I moved from uh, Bamberg uh, to to Berlin, and uh, I, I needed an arc to get to the station, <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, it my was, goodness. Rain, it's right? too early for snow. But uh, it's it's sort of you know in the, the days are sort of between you know five and ten sometimes twelve but you get these unbelievably crisp and clear days. I, I sent you one or two pictures mm. yesterday of of the jet streams. You know it's something we don't often get to see in the capes. You know occasionally on the high felt, just these beautiful blue skies where you can see somebody's jet has crossed the, uh, across it. It's unbelievably beautiful. Wow, it's so nice to to hear you share like that. It makes us all in the mood to travel or watch some kind of documentary or or whatever. But today, chatting about the power of words, um, we know the, the 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 power of life and death is in the tongue, and it's something we talk about often. But there's a lot more to it than that. Brad, yeah. So this week, um, in in one of my uh, devotional uh, readings, I, I was reading one Timothy four. And um, of course, this is Paul admonishing Timothy, speaking to him about, uh, you know, how, how he should continue to be faithful as a servant of the gospel. And uh, I was struck particularly by what I read in, in verses 11 to, to 14, um, because, you know, Paul builds this whole argument around the importance of what Timothy's doing around three types of word. So let me just quickly read that mm. to you, and then I'll, I'll tell you about the three. He says, uh, this is 1 Timothy 4 verse 11. He says, uh, command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are, are young, but set an example for believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture and to preaching and teaching. And do not neglect your gift, which was given to you mm -hmm. through prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Now, this struck me that, you know, in this short little passage, Paul deals with the word of God, with words, the kinds of things that Timothy says, but then also with this very particular category of words called prophecy. Hmm. Uh, today, we would probably add words of knowledge or visions, etc. Yeah. And it struck me again, you know, Brad, I, I think as, as contemporary Christians, we 
we forget the importance of of these three forms of words. So let's let's talk about the first one first. Um, it's it's an absolute you know necessity that every single person who longs to to know and be in a relationship with God in Christ should ground themselves in the word of God. We, mm-hmm. we should be reading the scriptures. And and there's so many wonderful ways to do that nowadays, whether it's the Bible in one year app or, you know, just literally sitting down and, and reading from, from one side to the other, whatever it is, uh, whether it's saying I'm going to read John's gospel or, you know, I'm really going to do a deep dive in Isaiah, whatever it is, we should be grounding ourselves in the scriptures. The word of God we are told, is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light to our path. It opens the way. It teaches us who God is, what God sounds like, how God acts, and that, that'll give an orientation to our life. But then the second thing that, that Paul says to Timothy, he says, if you want to be found to be true and right and good and holy in the sight of the Lord and in the sight of others, you also need to guard your own words. Um, you need to, 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 in a sense, discipline your speech um, so that that you 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 begin to sound like the one whose image you bear. Now, Brad, I don't know about you, but but I, I often need a little bit of uh, taming in this regard. Maybe it's because so much of what I do is working with words, but I need to be reminded that the way in which I sound, the way in which I speak, the words that I say mm-hmm. should resemble the loving words of the Father, and that takes discipline. You know, yeah. it takes like this now in the morning before the day starts to say, no matter what comes today, whether it's a, you know, a, a, an angry driver on the road, whether it's a tough moment in a meeting, whether it's needing to to discipline, you know, one of my children, whatever it may be, Lord, would you let me do that in love, in wisdom, in purity, in kindness, uh, you know, all of those kinds mm-hmm. of things. So our words matter because they can build people up and they can break them. Mm-hmm. They can create hope for the world or create pessimism and and emptiness and loss. And then, of course, there's that final one. Now, Brad, this is one that I think, um, you know, some of us as Christians have completely forgotten about. Mm. And that's the fact that the Spirit of God still speaks today. You know, God is still giving prophecies and words of wisdom and visions. And and we need to be so in tune with God that, that we are willing to say, Lord, as I go throughout my day, I long for you to speak supernaturally. Mm. In other words, in a way that is more than just the natural, more than just words printed in the Bible, more than just, you know, what I've learned from church and Sunday school, but Lord, that you would interrupt my my day and say, Dion, I'm speaking to you. And uh, I think we should become a lot more attuned to, to this kind of prophetic uh, tradition, listening for the Spirit of God uh, working in our lives. So Brad, really, that's, mm. that's all I wanted to leave with us today is the importance of, of these three forms of word, the word of God, the importance of the character and nature of our own words and, and attuning ourselves again to the word of the spirit. And don't they all take practice, Dion, all of them, reading the word until that becomes something that you do, that you've got your time of doing it and your way of doing it. And we all have our own way of figuring that out. The words that I speak to others, so quick and easy to say the wrong thing. It takes practice, effort, takes us being conscientious in step with the spirit to really be able to say the right things because we often don't. And then when it comes to God speaking supernaturally, that also comes from practice, which comes from spending quality time with him. So none of these things are just going to happen by osmosis, right? We have to really be intentional and practice them. 
Absolutely. And, you know, like with any other form of practice, that means, you know, that, that one has to do a little bit of planning. Mm -hmm. You have to cultivate a little bit of, of discipline. And, you know, often these things are, I, I love the way I, I have lots of Afrikaans colleagues at, at Stellenbosch and they say, this time has been bought out, you know, yeah. and you've almost got to do that in your day to, to, you know, to, to find space to read the scriptures, to find space to reflect on what's coming up and say, Lord, in that situation, I know my temperature is going to rise. <laughs> Please, would you help me to keep a, a clear head and, and a loving heart? So, so yeah, I think you're absolutely right. We need to cultivate those as, as disciplines. Before we let you go this morning, we I certainly am, and our listeners love you and also fascinated by your journey. Uh, what's next? You've made the move now to another part of Germany. What's the purpose of the trip now? Yeah, so Brad, I'm a guest professor at uh, the Humboldt University in Berlin and being hosted by the Berlin Institute for Public Theology. Oh. And um, yeah, we're still working on this project that where I was previously in Bamberg, we started on that, but it's a project on, on religion and populist political rhetoric uh, that we're, we're working on. And uh, But Berlin will be my base now. From here, I'm traveling to the UK and to Sweden and to a few other places you know, to, to speak at conferences and do some teaching. And, but at the end of the day, you know, out of this whole uh, six-month trip, mm. um, we'll produce some policy that hopefully will shape the ways in which governments think about the importance of religion in public life. And we'll also produce some resources, so some articles and a book and, and other things to, to serve the churches. Well, that's beautiful. And we're so grateful that we can have some of your time early in the morning. So, Dion, thank you. Be well, be safe. Don't be lonely. Modern technology we can use to, in our favor these days, so we at least connected a little bit. It's not quite the same. Hope you find someone can give you a bit of a drucky there today so you don't feel too lonely. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Well, listen, blessings for the day, and, and you've made my day just being able to talk to you. Have a blessed one. Yay. Take care. Thanks, Dion. Bye-bye. Bye, then. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.